welcome to the show. I am the lovable game master, Spencer Morup. Welcome back. It's so nice to have you here listening to us. I cannot believe we are here. We are at episode 150, baby. I am so excited. It didn't quite dawn on me that we were here until I sat down to record this intro, but uh, we're here. We did it. Uh, if I had a dollar for every time I made 150 of anything, I'd probably have like $5 or something. Uh, what I mean by that is, is this is probably the longest running project I've ever put time and energy into. I've done like different things here and there. I've had hobbies all over the place, but I think this is uh, definitely my favorite. Uh, it has been very challenging at times. I am constantly learning new things, and I know that I can probably learn a lot more. Uh, there's probably still so much more for me to be able to do, but uh, I am so so grateful that you are all still here uh, on the ride with us. Uh, you have been through a broken mixer uh, twice, mind you. <laughs> we had two mixer outages. You've been through cast changes. Uh, you've been through our learning process from ep all the way from episode one when we had no idea what we were doing and actually had to record the first three episodes twice. Uh, that was a lot of fun. You've been through, uh, like I said, all the technical difficulties, the late uploads, the uh, inconsistency of all the uploading. So with all of that, if you are still here listening to us, it means the world to me, and I hope that you still enjoy the show as much as you did when you started listening to us. The story is just going to continue. We're going to keep going, um, and uh, we are coming to the conclusion of book three. Uh, these next uh, couple episodes, this two-parter that we have in store for you is a little bit different. Um we're going back to something else, uh, but I think you guys will really enjoy it, and uh, and then we'll be starting book four shortly. I am here to tell you that this will be the last intro that we do on the show. When I started this, this was originally supposed to be for things like announcements and stuff like that, uh, if we were doing like live events or if we were doing giveaways and stuff like that, but we don't do a ton of that, and I don't even remember the last time we went to a live event, so I've made the decision not to do these anymore. We are just going to uh, go from the previously clips right into the episode starting uh, with the, with episode 151. Uh, so hopefully that doesn't put a damper on anybody's day. I doubt it will. <laughs> I know a lot of you are eager to get into it, but I just wanted to let you know uh, so that you're not like caught off guard uh, on the next episode because we've been doing these intros for 150 episodes. Without further ado, though, I'd like to present to you episode 150, part one, Slognog Season. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Oh uh, my gosh. Almost dead. Hey, hey, uh, real quick, everybody. This is episode 150. Wow. Can't believe 150. that. 150. 150. It's a big, big number right there. You know, sadly, we can't say that it's 150 weeks because it's not even kind of that. No. Now. No. The episode numbers don't match the number of weeks we've been doing. No. <laughs> we've not, even, not even. That implies that we've been, like, diligent. In yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, we've missed a few. That implies a level of professionalism <laughs> on our part that <laughs> the show just kind of lacks. <laughs> what? What are you You're talking saying about? You're saying we're not professional? Yeah. How dare you insinuate <laughs> that I, the great Zachary Borup, am not a professional <laughs> podcaster? Three of mm. us are in our pajamas right now, guys. Okay, <laughs> hey, well. Then the mother is professional wow. today. You're wearing business cash right now. You're just no, afraid this is of your not husband. Business cash. That's business, business cash, cash would be <laughs> slacks. <laughs> Tyler. And I'm not afraid of my husband. I just don't want him to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> again? I don't think that's any better. Uh, real quick, before we get into it, last week I was listening to the uh, episode where I was editing it, and uh, it dawned on me. Do you guys know what geocaching is? Yeah. 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 Um, so when Faven built the shrine in the, in the town, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I was like, oh, my gosh. The shrines to Desna are like Galarian geocaching. <gasps> they are. <laughs> People put little secret yep. notes in them, and yeah, they put basically. Do you and go you, and get little prizes? I think <laughs> if you take something, you're so, like you're supposed generally to supposed to leave something, something yeah. there for the next traveler. But that's kind of a cool thought, actually. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was thinking about while I was editing. So, uh, not too. We're not going to do too much of a pre-show this episode. So, if you want the pre-show banter. Uh, I don't think you're going to get a lot of it because this episode is a big boy. This is a big boy episode. This is going to be a long one. Uh, So Mm. strap in for the long haul. Uh, I don't know who's editing this, but I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever is editing this this beast. Uh, I'm going to do my little chef's kiss noise this is a, a good episode i've been working on and nothing uh nothing makes me prep harder than a deadline i've noticed uh i had things in my head and then i spent like all day yesterday just like typing it up and getting all my notes put Ooh. on the on the paper and and like fleshing out combats and stuff like that so uh hopefully this uh you know you guys enjoy this i think you will um but uh we are going to pick up this episode. It's a heavy one. It's a heavy one. Yep. It's a it's a two hundred and fifty pounds. Uh, hey, same <laughs> size as Thomas. Yeah. So we're gonna start this episode. Weird. Uh, in the city of. Excuse me. I'm not even gonna say what city. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say what city. Caliphus. It is. Uh, we we see the camera. It flies over the city, and then it zooms down. The camera flies through a few doorways, past a few people, past an innkeeper, and then the inn staff. The camera flies through the doorway, and we see uh, the black feather few. They're seated around this room. A couple of them are on the bed. A couple of them are on chairs. And they're all uh, just in rapture as Min has just like captured their attention. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did this time. <coughs> Excuse me. Gotta get my good story. You gotta remember on. we're tired too from battle. <laughs> so I was in the woods last night and Boyle and <laughs> and Boyle and Finn and Kalek and Brielle, they were talking and they were walking, and then some stuff happened, so pay attention, kitties. Here's how this went down. And as Min says this, 
the audience sees this scene kind of shimmer and fade, and then we get this awesome scene transition that you guys can just imagine in your heads. That's the beauty of podcasts is you can see whatever you want because it's all in your imagination. Uh, so you have this beautiful scene transition just flawlessly executed by the editing staff. And <laughs> they are good, aren't they? <laughs> and uh, is it drone shots, Spencer? Yeah, we're doing like drone shots. We're doing like and zooming. Yeah, those like awesome cinematic flyovers. We're yeah. doing that uh, Matrix thing where they have a <laughs> curve of 140 cameras. To yeah, <laughs> yeah. Half of this is shot in the set that they they shoot the Mandalorian on. With oh, the so so we're on set <laughs> this time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, the scene shimmers and changes, and and then we see uh, our awesome B cast, as I lovingly refer to them. Uh, we see uh, Sergeant, Ro- uh, excuse me, wrong guy, Sergeant Terzgor, surrounded by uh, the uh, the other members of this border patrol party that we we saw in episode one hundred. Uh, to remind everybody, there's Finn the dwarf. We got Thomas Boyle. The, uh, the the portly cleric with a bushy mustache. We have uh, the uh, what, what kind of skin color? It's, it's like olive skin. Yeah. So an olive skinned young man yeah. with long black hair. Yeah, I have like I have an ambiguous ethnicity. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you look at Kalek and you're like, I can't tell where you're from, but I don't want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> so we see Colette standing there, and then Brielle with the, with her scythe in her hand, and they're all just they're all just kind of talking to each other, and, and the the camera flashes through to their faces, and and they all look very tired, uh, very haggard, very worn out, um, relatable, very relatable, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and they're standing there, and they're just they're they're having this conversation, and uh, just to clarify for the for you listeners, there has been a bit of a time jump between the last time we saw these characters, at least several months, and at this point they have been through uh, many battles, and uh, you hear uh, Captain excuse me, Sergeant Chersgore speaking to them, and he says. Now I know that we are all very tired. We've been through quite a lot. We've even lost one of our own. And the scene flashes to that of, of Theo getting struck down by an orc. And you all kind of hang your heads in mourning for a second, but he presses on and he says, but I do have some good news, however. I've been in constant communication with the higher-ups, up to and including Captain Rosrakin back in Tamravina. Captain Rosrakin has instructed us to return to Tamravina. He would like us to debrief him on the things that are happening on the border. It is my assumption that these orcs are growing more ferocious, and as you can tell, the groups are getting larger and harder to fight back. So we are to return to Tamravina, debrief Rosrakin, on the situation. Before we do so, we are going to meet up and rendezvous with our replacement troop in a small town just a little bit to the north of here. So, if you're all ready to go, I could definitely use some rest. 
<laughs> That's, uh, I am very eager to get back to Tamravina. It has been a hard few months. And then the sergeant said, let's all get some rest. <laughs> and and Parad, are you paying attention? This is riveting stuff. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> and then they all went to bed. <laughs> they didn't go to bed. <laughs> and then Not they yet. didn't go to bed. That was the <laughs> biggest twist. With, did they have insomnia? I have a potion for that. Hang I on. can help. Please. I'm getting there. I'm getting wait, there. Wait. I'm getting there. Sit down. Sit down. I'm getting there. Uh, so they uh, they pack up their their gear and they head out. Uh, they begin traveling to their destination. It takes them the better part of a day, and as the evening uh, begins to fall on the county of Canterwall, uh, they see a small town, a little village uh, off in the distance, and they hear the sounds of what sounds to be of some sort of celebration. They get closer to this town, and there is indeed a celebration going on. When they enter the town, they see uh, that, a, that a carnival of sorts has, has rolled through. Uh, no, it's not the Crooked Kin. It's just a, it's a different carnival. But uh, a carnival has rolled through. There's stalls with, with various games. Uh, there is uh, different, different food vendors about. Children run from stall to stall playing the games, buying sweet treats and whatnot. And uh, the the four of you, when you excuse me, the five of you, including including your sergeant, you enter the town, and uh, uh, the sergeant says, "You there, good sir. What is the what is the meaning of this celebration?" And uh, this guy that Terzgor calls out, he looks at you and and uh, gets like this big smile on his face, and he says. Oh, the new, the town hall has been rebuilt. There was a big fire that burned the, ta- the town hall down a while ago, and it's finally completed. The council people have put on this, this celebration to honor the, the rebuilding of the town hall. And uh, Terzgor says, Terzgor turns to you and says, Well, welcome to Ravengrow. Uh... I will be in the tavern. You for uh, I will leave to your own devices until the replacement troop arrives. We'll rendezvous with them here. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Play some games. Get some food. Meet me in the tavern a little bit later, and we'll discuss uh, future actions with the with the replacement troop. Until then, have fun. And then he uh, he leaves, leaving the four of you in the town of Ravengrow with a newly built, uh, rebuilt town hall, what would you guys like to do? There's a little party going on. There's a few <coughs> games you can play. Let's play ring toss. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the Thomas. <coughs> the games, there's like a, there's some sort of like like crossbow game. Uh, there looks to be some kind of dagger throwing uh, game. You throw it at target. There's a dunk tank with a dwarf sitting in it heckling people, throwing uh, beanbags at the target, trying to knock him into the water. Uh, and then there's like this, you see this big 
painted face of a goblin, and people are throwing these balls to knock the goblin's teeth out. <laughs> uh, there's various food stalls. There's, like, turkey legs being sold. There's something called goblin glass uh, that is being advertised at one of the stalls. There's um, pies, both of the sweet and meat variety. And then there's like a pastry, uh, pastry stall with like custards and cakes and things like that. So, what do the four of you? What do the four of you want to do? This is like the first break you've had in in a few months, and it's been a long few months. A lot of battles have taken place within those few months. So, what do you want to do? How do you want to spend your your break? Um, Finn, just wherever he is, hears his stomach growling like very heavily, and so he says to the rest of the group. Ah, I, f- I feel um, a mighty need to uh, go and replenish my hunger. So if any of you care to join me, you're more than welcome, but I am going to head through the food stalls. Hmm. I wonder if Ravengrove makes a good pie around here. <laughs> maybe a, mm, just a bit of a poisonberry, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boysenberry is my favorite. Mmm, boysenberry. <laughs> Anything will be better than your cook. Oh my gosh. You remember what voice you gave yeah, her? Yeah, n- mine. Anything will be, be better than your cooking, I'm sure, Thomas. I'm a, I'm I'm hungry too. Let's let's head out. Okay, if there's one thing I know about fat people, it's that I'm they're a good usually cook. good cooks. I don't okay. know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, then let me switch over to you. <laughs> Stereotyping okay. much? Gosh. <laughs> All right, then I'm going to say you're the bad cook, Finn. Anything will be better than Finn's cooking. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> I know I'm right. And uh, Brielle is not the same gal we saw in the beginning. She's uh, braided her hair neatly now. She's walking with more confidence. She's got a couple scars on her arms and one on her on her jawbone or jawline. And she... She just has this air of confidence that makes her look a little more attractive than her because she is so ordinary and plain, but this confidence is just making her look different. Okay. Um, so you all uh, go together, I assume, uh, getting food. Um, hesitantly. Hesitantly. <laughs> Uh, no way, we're hungry. <laughs> the smell of the, the turkey legs draws yeah. you in close. Yeah, you guys are. Collect wants to go back to the tavern, and you're just dragging him along. <laughs> uh, and, Come on, uh, fill up your stomach first. <laughs> it makes Thomas's mouth water as he smells the sweet pies mm. from the stall. He buys two. He buys two. <laughs> two full pies. <laughs> the, uh, the, the carnival worker uh, hands you the pies. Uh He's got the pies for the big man. Oh, Enjoy. Just how I like it. One for each hand. <laughs> <laughs> Does he now take bites out of them alternating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, boys and girl. <laughs> it's I'm okay. I'm one of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for sightseeing now. And he takes a bite out of one pie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this pie is very good. I've had, I'm, I chose a meat pie, like a nice. small meat pie. A little bit of that uh, boysenberry juice <laughs> comes down. <laughs> it like gets stuck in his mustache. <laughs> berries and cream, berries and cream. <laughs> uh, what's Colette doing? Boyle, I think that I think that pie was mine. Uh, 
I think the one in your left hand was. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> what was that? What? Nothing. Nothing. Enjoy your pie. Oh, I, I am enjoying pie. That's Good. right. Good. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it, I hope it makes you very happy. Rio <laughs> reaches out, gets another meat pie, and hands it to, and pays for it, and gives it to Kalek. Here you go. I don't want you left out. I saw what he did too. <laughs> um. Do any of you want to play any of the games? Uh, Try your hand at the games, win some prizes? Then we'll do one. Which one would you like to do? Uh, did you say there was one where we're aiming at goblins and throwing stuff at Yes, <laughs> yeah, you're knocking out yeah. the... It's called yeah. the, the Goblin Tooth Knockout yeah. is a sign above it. Uh, Finn, Finn's proud of his aim, so he'll, he'll take a crack at it. All right. Oh, this should be fun. Uh, so a Finn steps up to the the plate, I guess, at this this goblin, uh, this goblin tooth knockout, and uh, and when he when he does so, there's a uh, another dwarf. It seems like this this caravan is run by a traveling group of dwarves. Uh, so it's a very uh, a refreshing sight for Finn to to see this, and as he approaches, the the, the dwarf looks at him. Oh yes, a fellow dwarf come to knock some teeth out, eh? Yes, yes, sir, I am. Uh, I, t I saw your game from afar, and I would like to uh, try my hand at it, if that is all right. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. You have a. Uh, a number of chances to knock one of the teeth out. Uh, the GM will explain the mechanics of how to do so. In, in the meantime, prepare yourself. Get that, your, that your must, balls ready. That must stand for great man, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yes. All right, so I actually... Hold on. I got this cool book a while ago that has uh, some mechanics on how to play different carnival games. And so this particular one, what you're gonna do is you're gonna roll. Uh, you have you have four ch four balls to throw at the teeth, and uh, each ball you roll a d6. So okay, uh, roll a d roll a d6, and then this will determine which tooth you hit, and then you'll roll it again to determine how much damage you do to the hardness of the tooth, basically. I see. That so, is a great mechanic. <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, You'll never do it. Oh, I think he will. <laughs> it's rigged, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be trusting in people in your faith, Father? <laughs> or monkey, or whatever you are. <laughs> monkey. Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Go ahead, roll it. Were you trying to say monk? monk? Yeah. <laughs> uh, three. Okay, so the third tooth. So Finn lets this, this ball fly. And it hits the tooth right in the middle of this goblin's mouth. Roll it again uh, okay. for damage. A five. A five. All right. So it takes off a good like chunk of it, but the tooth itself doesn't doesn't fall. And the the dwarf says, "Ah, you better throw harder if you want to knock one of the teeth out." So throw another ball. <laughs> Come on, Finn. You can do it. A five. A five. Roll damage. A four. All right. Uh, 
the same thing happens. Like none of the teeth have fallen out yet. So roll two more. Kay. Just tell me which which number it is. It is tooth number three, three. again. All right. Roll damage on that. A five. Uh, Finn lets loose the third ball. It sails forward. It hits the tooth right in the middle. Uh, well, excuse me. There's sixties. It's off off center to the to the left, and it knocks the tooth out. The crowd around you lets Woo! out a cheer. Ah, oh, yes, very well done. Your prize, good sir. Ha-ha, <laughs> I knew I could do it. <laughs> and uh, See, he, Thomas, he could do it. <laughs> he reaches uh, behind the, the counter here, and he pulls out a prize. Uh, you see that, Brielle? That's the mighty arm of the Dwarven Race! <laughs> What to say to you? <laughs> I think she just laughs, <laughs> at you. I mean, that's uh, really all we wanted. You are so fun. Uh, you've you've inspired me. I think I might play a game too. Uh, the dwarf reaches underneath the counter and he comes back up with your prize and he says, "And for you, legend has it that these stones were enchanted by a goblin shaman." And he holds it out in front of you, and it glows this dim green light. It kind of mm. illuminates the area around you. I'm going to cast Detect Magic. Okay. It's a glowstone. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's just a little, <laughs> it's just a little glowing stone. It just, it just creates dim green light okay. in a 30-foot radius. There's no special thing no, in no, no, it. No special. It's just okay. dim light. So it, it elevates the light level one uh. Uh, <laughs> for terms of, of vision. But he, he hands you this and and says, very well done. Very well done indeed. Enjoy your prize. Why, thank you, my good man. Okay, uh, Brielle wanted to play games. Yeah. So we'll, do, we'll do another game. Which one would you like to do? Is there one of those things where she can swing and hit the bell? You know, like it goes no, up? And, okay. uh, no. <laughs> A lot of these are, uh, they seem to be dexterity-based uh, hitting I think a target I'll try or the something. dagger one. Oh. All right. Well, I won't play any of them then. <laughs> <laughs> My oh, come on, Thomas. It'll be fun. Zero. It's just for fun. Um, See, I'm going to try right. this one right here, the one with the dagger. So you walk up, and the sign above it says, Rogue's Dagger of Choice. And uh, there's a, a female dwarf running this booth. And, and she says, and she says, uh, hold on, let me find it. Okay. All right. She says, she says, step right up, step right up, and try your, try your hand at hitting the, the target with one of these handcrafted daggers. You there, young lady, would you like to try? Actually, I would. It looks, it looks very fun. Uh, she places three uh, three daggers in front of you. Um, they don't appear to be very sharp uh, for <laughs> safety reasons. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, the way this one works is uh, you roll any any one of the the six dice. So uh, minus minus the percentile dice. You can roll any of the dice. And you just tell me the number that you roll, and you do that. You do that three times. I can even roll a d twenty. You can roll any of them. Okay, I'm gonna roll a d twenty. <laughs> well, that didn't work. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, just uh, tell me the number. A two. <laughs> wow. Uh, the dagger sails wide. Uh, it misses the bullseye. It misses oh! the target completely. Oh, it sorry! Like, it hits like the wood <laughs> above it, and she says, No worries. You try again. You still got two more throws there. Oh, thank goodness. I'm not used to such a small weapon. Okay. Any dice. Let's try this again. You're going to roll the d20 again? I think you hit the halfling manning the signs. I didn't want to. <laughs> I don't think it hurt. Is he bleeding? <laughs> He's putting on a brave face. Well, why don't Thomas go cure him or something? I feel bad. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't hit him. Collect just being a jerk. Oh. <laughs> and Brielle believes him because yeah. she's that that gullible. And I Collect rolled a six. Never cracks jokes. Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. I rolled a six. Uh, I'm six. just really doing good. <laughs> uh, you can roll any of them. Okay. Any dice you want. Doesn't matter which one. You can try your luck at a different die. But the D20, okay. the second the second dagger sails wide again. It's a little bit closer this time. Um, All but, right. Uh, Third time's a charm. I'm going to roll a D8 this time. Okay, D8. Yeah. Let's go for pink and get off that purple die. That's bad luck. Okay. Yeah, seven. This one also <laughs> misses. How can I miss? <laughs> it's a seven on a D8. I have the rules. Oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> so it, It's not like a roll the highest number. It's like a table. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she just laughs because, oh, this is definitely not my game. <laughs> and she walks away. Thank you. Yes, be better luck next time. Better luck next time. Uh, the four of you walk away. Do any of you want to try any of the other games? Hmm. Oh, come on, Kalek. As you're walking by, no, I don't want to. As you're walking by the the, the dwarf on the dunk tank, you there, pipsqueak, and are you yes. talking to me? No, not you, fat <laughs> one. <laughs> you're too fat to be a pipsqueak. You Rude. next to him, and he you're points. You're too fat for your armor. <laughs> <laughs> he points to Colette. You there, you there. Yes, step up, step up. He he like gestures his hand. No, thank you. The the one of the the worker like pushes you <laughs> towards the dunk tank. <laughs> yes, yes. Come on, come on, come on, Colette. I don't want. I don't want. Come on, Colette. He's up at the front. Come on, Colette. Before, <laughs> before he even knows what's happening. Uh, <laughs> come on, Colette. Come on, Colette. They you place they place the this what like the stones or whatever you're you're throwing in your hands. Brielle is like pushing him up there with the worker like okay. she wants him to play the game come on have some fun for once all right uh so for some reason thomas just has a pile of food in his arm from somewhere yeah i was gonna <laughs> say you're just following us eating aren't you <laughs> you never even saw him left he just has more food <laughs> so <laughs> some like dwarf heckler that's like up there going well we know the reason fat boy <laughs> <laughs> This turkey leg tastes more like pheasant to me. Are you still eating, Thomas? <laughs> All right. So they hand you, they hand you three, uh, three bean bags or something, and they, and and they, the worker says you've got, you've got three chances to try and hit the, hit the rings. Depending on where you hit, will knock the dwarf into the, into the tank. 
doing so will win you a prize. And the dwarf just continues to heckle you. Uh, Give me your best shot. Those arms probably can't throw for anything. <laughs> Show them what our team is made of. So roll a d10, please. You say the one die that I didn't oh. have out. <laughs> <laughs> He's got everything out ready. To everything go. out <laughs> except the, the d10. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, roll the d10. It's a five. Uh, the the uh, beanbag sails wide, misses all three rings completely. Oh, no. The dwarf he like he like sways back and forth as he as he laughs at you, just this boisterous laugh. Is that all you got? My grandmother can throw better than you, and she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> okay, I threw it. Can we go home now? No, no, <laughs> knock him down. Give him a taste of his own medicine. Come on, you can do this. I thought Ravengrove was supposed to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a two or a six. Do you want me to roll it again? Is, Is it, it cracked? cracked? It's cracked. It's very cracked. Yeah, you can roll it again. It's an eight. All right. Uh... The beanbag sails, and as the dwarf is laughing, it hits the bullseye, cutting him off short and dropping him into the water. Oh. And the crowd, yay! Yay, <laughs> Yes, Golak, yes! <laughs> uh, and then uh, the dwarf, like, like comes sputtering out of the water. He spits some of it in the air and, and then, like, runs his hand over his hair and flips water, like, everywhere, uh, probably splashing a couple of you in the process. And uh, and he says, he says, yes, you were able to knock me in the water. Congratulations. I won't forget that. And he glares at you as the <laughs> workers like handing you your prize, which is which he's is. glaring at you. He's not a very good sport, is he? <laughs> I mean, that's part of the game. Exactly. <laughs> he's just angry. Did you sign up to <laughs> do this? I think you need a different job if you're gonna. <laughs> You receive. You receive an amber stone. Ooh. They say, the, uh, the worker hands it to you and says, "This was mined from the the, the mountains the dwarves reside in." Uh, she says, "If you crack it open, there might be something inside of value." It's a fortune cookie. It is a fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> she says, She says, whatever is inside will bring you good luck for the rest of the year. Wow. How do you feel about that, Colette? It's a paper that says, you might want to think about joining the army. <laughs> <laughs> Join the army to be all you can be. Colette's like, too late, I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Colette. How do you feel about winning this fabulous prize? I just squeeze it until it cracks within my claws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, inside is just like a, excuse me, like a, it's just a small like gemstone that uh, you're not even sure what it does. It's just. <laughs> uh, That's cracked kind of open. It's kind of pretty. I cracked open a gemstone to find another gemstone. <laughs> it's like an like a, a Matroshka doll. Could I do, gemstones. like, a praise <laughs> on it or something? 
it's not worth very okay. much. These are just simple carnival prizes. But according to the woman, you're supposed to have good luck. Yay. <laughs> 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 uh, what's with all the rock giving? I thought that was an ant thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but it's a rock. Pretend it's a seed, okay? <laughs> it's not just a boulder. <laughs> it's a rock. Does uh, Tommy Boy want to try his hand at the last game? Ooh, I would love to try some. Uh, I would love a. Uh, it's a crossbow game. Oh. It's not an eating contest. I mean, I can. I know. We need to find him a yeah. pie eating I can, contest. I can do it. There's got to be one in the, in the carnival somewhere. He takes a bite of his nectarine <laughs> sandwich. A nectarine sandwich? Uh, Ooh, that sounds world? good. Can I what hold that for you, you, Thomas? <laughs> Cinnamon buns. <laughs> <laughs> Two cinnamon buns with, with nectarine, nectarine in the Slices of nectarine. Yeah, in the oh. middle. That hey, sounds Thomas, awful. Thomas, I'll hold that sandwich for you. <laughs> uh, you see this, this... Oh, you can have it. I have another one. <laughs> <laughs> one for each hand, is the, as my mom used to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, give Colette the other one so you can use your hands to play this next game. Come on, join in the fun. Uh, Thomas walks up and his hands are sticky from his his <laughs> cinnamon roll sandwich, and uh, he like wipes them on his pants and grabs the the crossbow without even like waiting for the the uh, the booth worker to like instruct him on what to do. Oh, and this seems pretty easy. <laughs> he like waves it around <laughs> the sticky hands. Whoa! <laughs> It's been uh, a while since I shot something before. Easy there. Easy there. You're going to poke someone's eye out with that crossbow. Don't worry. I'm a, I am can heal myself. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> hold you. on. Hold on. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm a cleric of Phrasma. I can heal any damage. <laughs> as oh long God. as you're not undead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't appear to be undead. Just don't shoot me. I'd rather not... I'd rather not dip into my workers' comp fund. <laughs> uh, uh, he says, he says, uh, let's see. The, the worker says, legend tells that there was a famous ranger of our clan that was able to clip the wings off of a fairy at 20 paces. Wow. Yes. She she could often be seen in the tavern uh, making money by wagering about hitting outrageous targets with the utmost accuracy. That there is one of the crossbows that she used to use in these in these bets. Can you channel her spirit and hit the target? Well, uh, if there's anybody capable <coughs> of channeling, it's this guy. Um one question first. Yes. Y yes. <laughs> Sorry, wrong voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what kind of pie did they sell at this tavern? <laughs> I do not know. That is a great question. I will have to consult the lore books and get back to you. But this crossbow <laughs> thing seems pretty easy. Let me just aim. <laughs> Where's the fairy wing I got to hit? Roll me 5d10s all at the same time. 5d10s. Oh, my gosh. Um, Hold on. I chose the wrong game. That one sounds yeah, fun. Yeah. 5d10s. Yep. 5d10s. Um, I guess that one works. 
if you roll a percentile, just take the the first number on it. So like a forty would be a four. Yeah, I'm grabbing. Them. Okay. Okay. All right. So here he goes. Tommy just rapid fires all five arrows <laughs> in the hopes of hitting. <laughs> uh, tell me all the numbers. Here we go. Sticky fingers. Uh, I got an eight. All right. And a one. Okay. Wait. Is that a one or a t ten? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if it's a ten or a one, it's it's a one. one with a zero next to it is a ten. If you rolled the D percentile, a ten would be a one. It's a percentile, okay, so it's a so one. A one, K. Okay. A nine. All right. A three. All right. And a zero, so a ten. All right. Uh, three of the arrows go wide. They miss the the wings on these fairies. And then uh, two of them hit the fairies, knock them over. They're just little, like, wooden placards that fall backwards when the arrow hits. Mm. Uh, and uh, I don't know how you rapid-fired this, but well done, Legolas. Uh, so you hit two of them, <laughs> and uh, and the, uh, the booth worker, Congratulations! That is very well done. Better than most people, I must say. Here's your prize! And she reaches underneath the booth. So oh, everybody won a prize except for, for Brielle. <laughs> I hope it's chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, she reaches under the the booth and and she brings up this this mug that appears to be frosted, Ooh. and she says, "This here." is an enchanted mug. It will always keep your drinks cold, no matter oh. where you go, whether it be the, the hottest desert on Galarian, your drink will always remain cold. These are the tankards that, that the famous ranger once drank from. Enjoy your prize, and she hands it to you, and when you hold it, it's like cold to the touch. It actually will remain cold forever. Tommy, wow. Tommy, Tommy, I would wow. love to trade. That's a really good prize. This must be worth 5,000 gold pieces. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it's a nice prize. They're just fun little prizes. He's going to fill it with a... Uh, of course he is. Cranberry... Slognoff. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the famous cranberry slognoff, the carnival, yes. Uh, enjoying that slognoff, are ya? <laughs> oh, now it'll be cold forever. Cold forever, yes. I see you won one of those glorious tankards. <laughs> yes, I just won it. <laughs> well, congratulations. Uh, this random character that just came out of nowhere. Uh, Philip keeps looking at Tyler. Is Colette jealous about the... He, Colette keeps looking like to his rock <laughs> and then at the mug and then to the rock and then at the mug. You know what? That just about sums up your life and your attitude, doesn't it? <laughs> it's so perfect. Would you like some slog now? Colette? Are you going to give it to me in that mug? Uh, I'll hold the mug, but you can drink from it. <laughs> <laughs> I will just, you won't even let just catch your head back, and I'll pour it into your mouth. If you ask really nicely, I'll let you look at it <laughs> with your eyes. Not your <laughs> let me find you a bendy straw. <laughs> oh, wait, I have one here. <laughs> of course you do. In does. my pocket. <laughs> Yeah, well, I have a shiny rock, so 
I guess we're both winners today. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pretty rock. Collect is the only price that is absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a shiny rock, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, I thought about doing like 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 similar to like like uh, Dungeons and Dragons where you get inspiration and like re-roll a d20. I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let's just keep this let's one just... a rock. <laughs> uh, did Brielle want to try and win a prize? Or oh, she no. Okay? Brielle, okay. it's all in good fun. Good She's sport. happy for her friends. All right. Um, so you, you continue walking around the carnival for a little bit. Then you slowly make your way to the tavern and it is bustling right now. It is packed full of people. Uh, and uh, listeners be familiar with the 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 tavern Zokar Elkarid. Uh, basically, we said he was Italian Santa Claus, and he and his wife and his oldest son are running around, bussing tables, bringing drinks out. Zokar remains behind the bar primarily, but it's loud, it's raucous. People are just having a really good time. Uh, the alcohol has been flowing for a few hours at this point, so people are starting to get a little tipsy. They're having a good time, though, and uh, uh, when you enter, they all, like, like see you, and you all are wearing, uh, like, official Border Patrol insignia, and so a few of these people, like, welcome you with open arms. They thank you for your service. You kind of push your way through the crowd till you find uh, Sergeant Tersgore sitting at a table. The other people around him are just like, they're just laughing, carrying on. Tersgore, you've never seen him like this before. He's like in a whole new element because he's, he's, he still has that air of authority and the air of professionalism but he's having a good time right now. And when he sees you he waves you over to his table and uh, the other individuals graciously offer the chairs to you. They thank you for your service, protecting the border and everything. They get up, walk away. Uh, Zokar's eldest son rushes over a few uh, mugs of ale for the table. Thomas holds his frosty one out, and they refill it with some more slognog. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <the laughs> and, uh, and Tersgore says... I haven't seen the replacement troop. Have you seen any sign of them? I've only seen uh, a couple pies and collect here one of rock, but I haven't seen any militia. I can see that you found a few pies, and he, like, points to his upper lip. He has no mustache, but he points to his upper lip, and he goes, You've got a little, uh, is that boysenberry on your stash there? Clean oh. yourself up. It and could he be. throws a napkin to you. I had at least four flavors. <laughs> could be any one of the four. <laughs> oh, that's raspberry. And then the craziest thing happened. So they were in Ravengrow, right? And everybody was nice. They were, like, giving him free ale. They were welcoming him into the tavern. They were giving away prizes, like okay, mugs. Th this is just sounding too far-fetched. I know that's what I said, but nice they were. Nice people in Ravengrow. Are yes. you kidding me, man? I remember reading Artrilla's books, and there were not nice people in Ravengrow. But really, it happened. They were giving away mugs and rocks. Freaking rocks, Ray! And she's making the crazy sign over to Parad, like, yeah, she's lost it now. <laughs> We're, like, having a hard time believing you at all. Uh, it flashes back to the tavern. Uh, Captain Tersgore says, we should g 
uh, continue joining in the festivities until the other troop arrives. Uh, are you guys enjoying yourselves, having fun out there? I see you won some prizes as well. That's well, a nice-looking mug there, Most Thomas. of us run prizes. <laughs> You're a disgrace to this troop. I tried. No. <laughs> and he laughs. Like, she still yeah. has that little bit of, yeah. like, she's in awe of him still because he's so he, nice to he her. Like, so. he, he I'm, like, I'm sorry to disappoint you, sir. He taps you with his elbow and he says, oh, lighten up, Brielle. I'm just joking. Oh, oh okay, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but his charisma is so low that it, like, it like mechanically, it, you know, comes across it, like, it's As not being a joke. A jerk. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah. He's got... He's got like a constant glare on his yeah. face, and he just can't help it. <laughs> but she doesn't want to do anything to disappoint this this guy because he let her join the army. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so she actually feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> and she's she's gonna whisper to you in dwarvish Finn, maybe I should go back out so I can please the captain. What do you think? Oh, or the I, sergeant. <laughs> I think he's plenty proud of you already. All right, if you think so. While you guys are at the table talking, um, Zokar, uh, he yells from behind the bar, All right, listen up, the council people! They, I don't remember what voice I gave him, but they, uh, they, they want to have everybody outside. Wait, they, who is it? Zokar. The one that's like the, Santa Claus. The Italian oh. Santa Claus. Yeah, I don't remember his voice. I don't either, remember sorry. his voice. I so wanted long. to help you because I remember a bunch of the Raven <laughs> Girl people. Mamma mia, the council people. They're outside. <laughs> They're waiting for us. They want to give us a message, a speech, a speech. And that's how the GM got our show canceled. <laughs> so we won't be here next week. A cousin Dino <laughs> is cousin with them too. Zokar. He uh, made his lasagna. Dino and he brought his lasagna. Are we allowed to do that because we're part Italian? <laughs> yes. See? Yeah. I am one-eighth Italian. I can, no, I you're one-quarter. I'm a quarter Italian. No, wait, I can absolutely I'm, do that. I'm a quarter. You are right. You're one-eighth. Uh, it's all numbers in the end. It's all uh, numbers in the end. <laughs> uh, it's all offensive at it's the end It's all ones day. and zeros. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, the the uh, group in the tavern, they, they usher themselves outside, uh, and they go to the, the town hall, uh, it's slow going at first, but then eventually it picks up pace and everybody gathers in front of the town hall. And there's a raised platform in front of it, big red ribbon, uh, in, uh, you know, on two posts. They can do like a ribbon cutting ceremony. And uh, uh, you see th three of the council people. Uh, Councilman Hearthmount is nowhere to be seen right now. Uh, but you see Shonda. And then the other two, whose names I won't repeat because it doesn't matter because I didn't really talk about them when we were here the first time. But you see Shonda up there. And this is the one that gave the main group uh, the, mission the mission over in, in Lepidstadt. So she's standing up there and she says, Yes, welcome. Yes, thank you for coming out this evening. It is so great to see all of you here. We, we are so happy to be celebrating this this momentous occasion we finally have the town hall rebuilt uh it was a uh, quite the tragedy when it was burned down but thanks to the efforts of many of you we were able to rebuild it and the cheer the the crowd starts clapping and cheering and she Hooray. says <laughs> and uh she says she says we are you guys enjoying the festivities yay yay <laughs> And she says, 
I won't keep you much longer. I just wanted to thank everybody for their contribution in the rebuilding of the town hall. You're welcome. <laughs> Thomas yells out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, random citizen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she she says, but without further ado, we'll we'll cut this ribbon and then let you all get back to the fun. Uh, they bring out the comically large scissors. Uh, someone just, is there like an enlarge object spell? <laughs> I think they just have those yeah. in like a warehouse yeah. or like a shit, <laughs> the tool shed where they keep all the, all the equipment. Uh, she goes to cut the ribbon and she opens up the scissors and right as she's about to bring them back down from the rear of the crowd, you all hear screaming. One person starts screaming, and then a few more, and then panic washes over the crowd. Uh, the five of you, Terzgor included, that you look around for a second, you're not sure what's going on. You just hear, you hear panic. You hear uh, people like trying to to rush, not sure what's going on. You guys are more towards the outside of the of this crowd, and then and right in the middle of the celebration. People started screaming. And then I thought, yeah, this is Raven Grow. <laughs> <laughs> starting to sound more familiar. <laughs> uh, this town hall is cursed. Uh, <laughs> so you hear this, and everybody roll me a perception check. That's the wrong die. What did everybody get for perception? Colec? 19. 19. Brielle? Seven. Uh, She's still upset that the, the <laughs> sergeant didn't, didn't yeah. wasn't proud of her. <laughs> uh, little Tommy boy, what'd you get? Tommy got a 16. 16? Mm. I also got a 16. 16? Nice. Uh, Colette, uh, you, you're able to see through the crowd um, it, that you see these large, monstrous figures uh, encircling the crowd pushing the crowd tighter and tighter. Colette sees a couple of the of the townspeople try to run away, and then you hear screams as they are picked off. They're both hit with javelins. Holy cow. Taken out, and then Colette finally gets a good look at, at what, what these are, and it looks like you're being surrounded by several orcs. <gasps> Roll for initiative. Yeah. Oh my Goodness. All right, so you see these four orcs. What did everybody get for initiative? Uh, we'll go with uh, with Finn. I got a 16, 16. initiative. Uh, Tommy? A three. Uh, Colette? 23. And Brielle? 15. Okay. Um, the first person to act in initiative is going to be Colette. All right. Uh, collect fires an arrow. Okay. Uh, based on the crowd, I'm going to give every person uh, partial cover. So everybody will get a plus two to their AC from ranged attacks. That's fine. That's going to be negated. You know why? Why? Favorite enemy, sucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. get my bonus now, but it's like it's just a regular attack for me now. Uh, here we go. Natural 20. Oh, my gosh. Out the gate. And that's a 19 on the die for a wow. 20. 
28. 28. All right. So is that a confirmed crit? That is a confirmed crit. First, yeah, boy. First attack of the day is a confirmed crit. Nice. There we go. We're doing uh, piercing damage. What are we adding two to again? Sorry. What? What did we add two to? Two to, oh, your AC. AC. Only on ranged attacks. Only on ranged yeah. attacks. Okay. Because uh, everybody it. has partial cover based on the crowd. And gotcha. sadly, um, that includes our enemies. Yes. Yes. Double damage and plus two on all your attack rolls for one round. So the next, yeah. the next round, you'll get an additional plus two. The next attack, I'll allow an additional plus two. So... Um, because you're not you're not attacking multiple times, right? No, just the one. Just the one. Okay. All right. Roll damage. Double damage on this. Altogether, that's ten damage. All right. You see the arrow sail through, just like these amazing uh, reflexes and just pinpoint accuracy, flies through the crowd, missing everybody, hits the orc. You hear this monstrous wail from the orc on the outside of the crowd, and uh, the, the thud of the arrow uh, hitting hitting the orc um, does 10 damage. It is Captain Tersgore, excuse me, Sergeant. No, it's not. Wait, you get to go again? It's my eagle. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, you're, you fam you're uh, eagle, yeah. yes. Collect whistles. And he flies from the roof of the town hall where he was and swoops down to Cloth, the first orc he sees. All right. Uh, have him roll to hit. All right. Here we go. What's the eagle's name again? Ista. Ista. My e Ista the eagle. Ista the eagle. Shut up. <laughs> Did you get another natural 20? Yeah. What is Tyler, look at it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> look That's at it for me. ridiculous. Kay. He's stealing all the good luck, and yet he just got a little rock for a prize. <laughs> That's, I guess the rock was lucky. Uh, oh, my gosh. The rock was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> it really is lucky. <laughs> roll to confirm, please, for the eagle. It's a nine. Total? Yeah. Nine <laughs> total. It does not confirm, but it is a hit. All right. And we're doing uh, slashing, right? Yes, because okay. it's his claw. Okay. All right. Uh, rolling the damage. I'm just going to do the same one. I'll say your arrow was like a marker for the eagle, so your eagle flies towards the arrow. Uh, that's actually really cool. Four damage. Four damage. All right. Okay. That orc lets out another whale, tries to swat the eagle uh, as he gets clawed in the face by it. Uh, it is now. It is Captain Turskor's turn. He rolled impressively high. He has like a minimal uh, bonus to his initiative, but he rolled really high on the die. Uh, so he is up, and he is just going to push his way through the crowd for sake of movement because there is a crowd. It is difficult terrain, so no five foot steps, and you move at half speed when moving through the crowd. So he's going to just. Move 15 feet to the edge of the crowd. Uh, while he's doing so, pull out his... You can do that, like, pull out and move at the same time. Yeah. Pull out his sword. Yeah. All right. So he pulls out his great sword and goes to swing... Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking a great sword? Okay, maybe... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> goes to swing at the orc that Colette hit and the eagle clawed. 
he rolled a natural 19. Wow. Uh, and he's got a plus 14 to his attack. So, Ooh. And then oh, collects magic shiny rock, led the whole party to victory in three rounds. Uh, <laughs> with that... Uh, he does 17 points of damage oh, on this orc. Dang. That's and why he's the sergeant. Take, I'll say like in a, in a flashy show of just anger that these orcs have intruded on such a happy, peaceful evening, just takes one of the orcs' arms off and kills it. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Just brings it down. That's why he's our sergeant. Uh, killing this orc. Uh, wait, no, they have ferocity, so let me make sure he's not... Let me, actually, I might need to retcon that, because he might Is not he be below dead. his con? Let me look at his con. I said 17 points of damage? Yes, yes. you did indeed, good sir. He is not, so he, I won't say... So he doesn't lose his arm. I believe he gets one more desperate action before he falls no, in and starts bleeding. No, they keep lose going. His arm, but still oh, they be alive. keep going. They keep going. They're full orcs, and so full they, orcs. I they keep going, but they get one action, and they uh, and they lose a point of HP every round. Oh, come on. Keep the arm off. This is good drama. I like the arm off. Yeah, you can survive with an arm. You right. can. Look at 127 hours, pal. <laughs> Look at, uh... And I'm still picturing men telling this story. And then the sergeant lopped that orc's arm off. Maybe. Maybe. It was a little unclear. I don't quite remember. Is it hanging uh, on by one, you know, All right, artery? so he, he did that. Now Tendons. the orcs are going to go. The orcs are going to go. So uh, three of them, three of them act right now. And they are going to... Uh, I'll, I'll let that first one go in retaliation uh, with, uh, yeah, he's going to, uh, since he can't wield his great axe, he's just going to hit uh, Terzgor with his gauntlet. Oh my gosh, I'm rolling rocks today. Uh, he's going to hit Terzgor for max damage. Uh, he hits him for eight, eight points of damage. Uh, so he, he gets hit in the face by this metal gauntlet. Uh, the next one is going to... They're just going to remain on the outskirts of the crowd. They're not going to move in because they're not sure like who's a combatant and who isn't. All they've seen is Terzgor come out and an arrow hit one of their comrades. And the, the two on the other side of the crowd haven't even seen that. So they're just trying to push the crowd in. You feel it get a little tighter. Uh, it is Finn's turn. Okay, uh, Finn is going to cast a spell uh, called Thunder Stomp. It has a 40-foot range, so he's going to make a roll to try and trip this orc that he's facing right here in this corner. Okay. Is that going to knock down the people between you and the orc? Uh, it doesn't say anyone in between. It just says a, a target. It doesn't specify so anything it's probably within just that range. That orc, yeah. yeah. All right, so go ahead and what do you, what do we need to do? What do I need so, to do? So, um, I believe if it, if my roll surpasses your CMD, it trips it trips you. Um, but since I'm a caster and this is a spell, it it uses different 
uh, uh, bonuses instead of okay. normal trick yeah. mechanics. Well, do you have those bonuses? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll. Okay. Uh, that is uh, 22 total for that roll. And that's against its CMD. CMD. 22 is just enough yeah, to so knock him he's over. Tripped, he's tripped. Uh, and I believe that knocks him prone. He, he does go prone. All right. Uh, he gets a plus four against ranged attacks on top of the plus two from the, the, the soft cover. And... Uh, so that uh, you know, if anybody's a range attack on him, he's got a plus six to his AC right now, um, and then he takes a minus four to uh, melee attacks right up next to him. Uh, it is, is it unless that's your turn? Are you done? Oh uh, no, that's my turn. Yeah. Okay, uh, Brielle, your turn. Okay, Brielle is going to take out her scythe, and she can only move fifteen feet. How can I attack one of them if I move fifteen feet? Because that's half. How close am I? Yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to run at the closest one and swing my scythe. And I have on, I've added furious. Oh, scythe has a reach, though, doesn't no, it? No, we talked about that in the last episode. Nope. I went okay. back and listened. Okay. Mm -hmm. So scythe doesn't have a reach, but because she's right there, she's fine. And uh, she's put on furious focus and power attack. So okay. Woo. Roll to attack. 21. 21 to hit. hit is a hit against that awesome. orc. Roll me damage. Okay. And you're doing 2d4. Plus 11. Plus 11. Wow. Okay. Because I have on those two things. Sixteen points of damage. Wow. I love being a fighter. All right. Awesome. You hit so this. So she goes running out. With her battle cry that she's perfected in the army, and she's really doing it so the captain can see her, so she can regain favor in her <laughs> eyes, because she's still a little hurt that he does it, that he said that joke to her. So she's like, ah! and she hits up, roaring, ready to go. Yeah. All right, uh, very good turn, very good turn. Um, it is uh, the downed orc. Um, remind me what it is to stand up. Move action? Yes. Yeah. Move action. Move action. That's like your whole move action. Uh, he is just going to stand back up and... It does provoke, so if any of the trans people are, like, trampling him, no. then... Yeah, dang it. No. Um, a few might have gotten away, though, uh, with that he, when he was down on the ground. A few of them probably rushed past him, but now they don't seem to be as much of a focus. He turns his attention towards Brielle, and see, hearing the scream... Uh, and then the whale come from his companion. He'll move up 15 feet. Won't be enough to uh, get there. He has a falchion pulled out. Um, and with that being his turn, it proceeds to Tommy Boys at the bottom of the initiative. All right. <clears throat> so Tommy Boy, looking around, there's a crowd of people like surrounding him and he sees these orcs they're moving in doing damage being evil things have happened Tommy boy drops both drumsticks from his hands <laughs> as a free action whatever the pies he ate those those are gone yeah, by those now. are gone by now he got drumsticks on the way out uh, of the from, tavern yeah. to, yes. listen to, to the his, yeah, to listen yeah. to the speech 
you, don't, you sure you don't want to beat this orc with the drumsticks? <laughs> no, he, he drops him okay. as a free action. All right. He doesn't use food that way. <laughs> and what does he do? Prepare yourselves, friend. I shall call upon the powers of Frozma. And he holds up uh, his little dagger with Frozma's symbol on it. Okay. And uh, he begins summoning. Oh, my gosh. All right. We'll find out what happens next round. <laughs> Top of the round, round two, Colec and uh, the Eagle. All right, kids, pay attention. This is why you come to a session and you know your character. Be sure you know your character because I completely forgot I had precise shot. Oh, it, it uh, does away with the cover, right? Yeah, all that cover, yeah. gone. <laughs> nice. All right. So now I don't have to worry about that. So I'm just going to keep shooting. Okay. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> And miss nice. the, <laughs> the dice tray. Collects uh, a better shot than I am. Philip uh, does not have precise shot. <laughs> I don't. Collect does. Uh, <laughs> Philip's never had precise <laughs> shot. He missed. I can see it. It's behind his dice tower. <laughs> <laughs> it's that big blue one. Yeah, it's the big blue oh one. He's behind the dice tower. What totally you, behind. What'd you roll to hit? That's uh, a twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five wow. to hit is a hit. Woo! And yeah. you're doing the same one, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Me and me and it's me and Itza, Itza are gonna take this one out. Okay. Uh, and that is, I gotta do my bonus damage because it's an orc. Uh, six damage. Um. The arrow flies, hits the orc, and uh, you hear the wail, and then the crowd like pushes in. Um, but you hear Terzgore yell out, Great job! We got one down! To uh, the group. So you know that this one went down. It's just kind of hard to see everything. I'm trying to like ferocity? visualize that. No, even with the ferocity, you oh, got it. You got it negative. It's conked. nailed him. Yeah, okay. you hit it. Terzgore. Terzgore hit it. So yeah, he's that one's down. Um, Is the one that Terzgore was... Uh, is that one down yet? That, you guys were hitting the same one. Oh, we were hitting yeah, the same one. Yeah, you were hitting one. the same okay. one. Yeah, so when you hit it and it falls, Terzgore yells that out to let you know. Uh, so it, you still have the eagle's turn. To send it over to, a, to change the target. a different one. Yep. And it's, oh, it sails wide and only rolls a 10. Okay. Misses on the, the claw attack. It is Terzgore's turn. Moving in a straight line. Uh, he's going to double move. He cannot quite get there this turn, but that orc has him in his sights now. Uh, they've locked eyes on one another. Uh, it is now the the orc's turn, and that orc will move up, noticing the combatant. He like swats at the eagle, trying to uh, get it away. And he pulls, and so he has his great axe out, and he walks up to Terzgore and misses with only a 10 on the attack. Uh, it is the other orc's turn in front of Brielle, the one that Brielle hit with the axe. Huh? Same thing, great axe as well. Oh, ho, ho! natural 20. <laughs> what the, 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 That's why he's the boss. 21 to hit me. What? 
It's a twenty-one to hit, though. It's a natural twenty. I got a, I got oh, a natural twenty, so automatic hit. Automatic I'm going hit. to roll okay. to confirm. I do not confirm. I only rolled a sixteen on the confirmation, Phew. but still a good chunk of damage. Damage. Eh? You take twelve points of damage as he brings his great axe Ugh. down on top of you. Ah! <laughs> It oh. is. <laughs> hey, I didn't do that. <laughs> that was another episode. Uh. <laughs> Different character, young man. Uh, all right. Who's also listening to this story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Finn, your turn. You're up. Okay. <laughs> Zachary, compose yourself. We're in the middle of a fight. <laughs> Keep going. Uh. Uh, okay. So I'm going to try and do this kind of weird thing. So I want to move up to where I'm diagonally uh, next to the orc closest to me. Alright, 15 feet up, you get right next to the so, orc. So, uh, I'm kind of trying to configure a 15 foot cone to where it doesn't also hit Brielle. You can do it. I'm worried you might hit some townspeople though. If it's an area of effect spell. Well, it's a 15-foot cone is what it is. Yeah, but yeah. Th- yeah, if you want to run that risk of hitting the townspeople, though, because they're kind of mixed in here. Spencer, why did you have to make this difficult on I'm us? I'm <laughs> just adding more to the CR, okay? <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I'll, I'll do a different spell then. Okay. Um, did you still want to get up right next to him, or did you want to stay further away? Um. Also, no. I I want to stay uh, next to him. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna cast corrosive touch on him. Okay. Uh. So that's and that targets him. an item of his, right? Or is that like no? Him? It, it targets him. It targets it's a, him. It's a touch okay. Attack on okay. Him. That's but not like rust metal or heat metal or anything no, like no. that. Okay. So you reach out your hand. You touch him, and this is a touch attack, correct? Yes. All right. Let me uh. Um, Get up his touch AC. All right, roll your touch attack, please. Okay. Well, that's a natural 16. Okay. So I assume that's going to hit him. Um, What's the total on that? Just just for uh, me and the listeners. Uh, it's, uh, so it's 20 uh, touch. 20. Yeah. Okay, so 20 total. Um, all right. That Yeah, that... <laughs> I was looking at the spell description <laughs> stuff, no worries. and it was it was totally different. So say it one more time. So what is it total for me and the listeners? It's twenty. Twenty total. All right. So either way, even with the natural sixteen, it is a hit with the touch attack. Tell me what it does. So it does one d four damage every uh, caster level, and it, and it caps out at five d six or sorry d four. Okay. So you'd be at 5d4, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, for the listeners, I guess I should have said this before. Uh, these characters are now level 6. They Woo-hoo! were level 4 in the previous showing, but I had them level up two times. Uh, so that kind of shows you as well how long it's been since we've last seen them. Um, I have some d4. I can't find mine. Yeah. They're all buried. You need 5? Yeah, I need 3. Zachary's rolling the damage on this. Let's see what he gets. 
That's uh, 14 points of damage. Not bad. All wow. right. That's pretty Sweet. good. It's a max level corrosive touch spell. Nice. It's only a first level spell. Okay. Wow. That was really good for. Is that really first a first level, level spell? Wow. wow. All right. So you touch him, and his flesh uh, burns at your touch. He's got like like you know second third degree burn on his arm or wherever you touched him. Uh, and he turns his attention to you. Oh no, this is a bad mm. idea. Uh, Brielle, your turn. You got Yay. one orc in front of you, you got one five feet away, and you got Finn coming up and targeting the other orc next to you. I'm going to try to finish mm. off the one in front of me Kay. and at least do some more damage. So you get? Do you get multiple attacks this level? No. I don't think anybody no, does. I did not. Okay. <clears throat> uh, oh, this is definitely a hit because it's a 28. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, roll me damage. Okay, roll me damage, so please. Damage is. Oh my gosh, same damage as last time. 16. 16 points of damage. So she gets outside and she. Rah, right into his side. Tears a big gash in him. All right. Uh, he is still standing. Yes, but he's bleeding. Uh, he is very, very hurt, though. And he's very hurt, and he's bleeding. It is the one that Finn touched, wielding the falchion. It's that orc's turn. And he is going to swing the falchion at Finn. Uh-oh. Ooh, watch out, Finn. Finn's gonna oh, get hurt. Oh, wow, okay. I only rolled a 12, no, an 11 to hit you. I doubt that hits. No, that does not Okay. Um, I have to ask because this isn't Parade. Yeah, so this is a caster or, with uh, yeah, a he, he's, they're squishy little here. baby AC. All right, so he misses with the falchion, roars out in anger, and it is Tommy Boy's turn. Ooh, the Tommy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Boy finishes casting. Okay, and you see in the square behind, uh, we're gonna go. Behind the orc that the captain's fighting. Okay. Appears. A pink D12. A giant frog. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> a giant frog. Uh, what is this frog's name? This celestial frog? Lenny. Lenny the frog. Is he a poisonous Lenny. tree frog? I feel like we've had a Lenny on this show before. Doesn't no, matter. I don't think so. Doesn't matter. <laughs> different, different story. Different, different, different storyline. Good boy, Lenny. <laughs> All right, and does he? Welcome does, to the fight. And Lenny gets to act this round, correct? Yes. And I will just put him on your initiative. So tell me what Lenny does. Lenny. Does he slap him with his webbed, f webbed feet? No, his tongue. So I can choose to do tonguing or biting. <laughs> I just dribbled on my chin from okay. laughter. <laughs> All right, what does he do? <laughs> uh, but the tongue attack doesn't do any damage. Okay. So he's going to, well, mm, mm. these guys probably have high CMB, huh? We're just going to try and bite. He's just going to be a flinky right. boy. Try and do a little bitey bite. Probably not. That's only like a 12 to hit. That's a miss. Poor Lenny. So yeah, I'm just trying to picture what a frog looks like when it's biting someone. It's like gum and Thank, gum Thanks, and Tyler. Shit. I didn't want to sleep tonight. That's fine. <laughs> so the giant frog named Lenny tries to bite the orc and misses. Okay. And uh, 
So then it is Tommy's turn. Because he realized he didn't have teeth? Is that why he missed? So Tommy's going to move. Am I 30 feet away from that same orc? Uh, yes. Yes, you are. So I can get to him? Uh, you only move half speed, though, because oh, of the right. crowd. So well, you, but you're 15 feet away from him. Okay, well, I'll get to him. Okay. 15 feet. Push my way through the crowd. Excuse me. <laughs> Let me... <laughs> Even in combat, he's polite. <laughs> Pardon me. Excuse me. And he draws his uh, uh, plus one morning star Kay. as he moves through the crowd. All right. This uh, orc is, is surrounded on three sides right now. <laughs> All right, Lenny, let me show you how to do things around <laughs> here. I'm going to laugh if you miss, too. <laughs> so right. I'm bragging and miss. I'm probably going to miss because I don't have a super high attack. But let's go. Natural 18 wow. for 24 to hit. That is a hit. Nice. Roll me your damage, yes. boyo. Roll me your damage, boyo. <laughs> Hey, seven damage. Seven damage. Smacks him with the morning star over the head. Seven damage. How about you have some of this? And remember, the next time you fight the great Lenny <laughs> and his trusty sidekick, Tommy Boy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, this is what you get for making me waste a good turkey leg. <laughs> he said, why does he sound like Yogi Bear? Hey, <laughs> Lenny, <laughs> want to go get some picnic baskets? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Boo-boo was uh, in our last episode, 100, with uh, this group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, it is top of the round. Collect. Here I go. Round three. Uh, I'm going to take aim at the, now the one I shot is dead. I'm going to take aim at the one that um, Brielle's fighting. Okay. And that is a. Why is adding 11 to things so hard? Uh, 23. 23. All you do is you add the 10, 10 to it and then, and then add a, another one on top of it. Shut up. I'm at the end of my semester. I'm burned out. <laughs> That's no excuse. <laughs> okay, four. Oh, wow. <laughs> four damage. Four damage. Nice. Is enough to take out the orc that, hey. oh, cool. that Brielle is fighting. Drops take it. him out. Take, take him, him out. Take him out. Drop okay. below negative con. He nice. had he had one point left. So on his next turn, that is the he scary done, thing about fighting orcs is you never yeah, really you know. Are when they really down. Did. He would have acted and then lost one more point and, and died. died. <laughs> uh, so he, that, yeah, unless you like stabilize, but at that negative, at that far negative, it's really hard to stabilize. And I don't even know, I don't know how that works with orcs. I'm pretty sure they can. Um, I guess I should look that up, but they're fighting to the death. So yeah. uh, it is Easter. Easter's turn. It's yes, Easter's thank turn. you. And feeling a little bit of animal camaraderie is going to help Lenny with the orc that he's fighting. Okay. Uh, so natural attacks have always confused me. I'm pretty sure I can't do a full attack, but can I get my two claws in? Or yes, no? okay, yes. two claws. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay. On a flyby, cool. I think you do claw claw. Yeah. All right. So here it's either the two, two claws, claws or the bite or whatever. But if you do a full, then it's bite claw claw. Uh, you'd get all your natural attacks. That is a twenty-four and a twenty-two. Uh, both are a hit. All right. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Uh. That is all together. We're looking at three, 
Seven damage. All right. He howls, he tries to swat at the eagle again, but it does fly by and flies back up in the air out of reach. It mm. is Terzgor's turn, and Terzgor is going to attempt to end this orc once and for all. He's flanking with Lenny. Flanking with Lenny, so he gets a plus two, correct? Yeah, to hit. Okay. Poor <laughs> <laughs> had too much. Poor Terzgore, nothing. He tanks that know, first he one. Did. He does hit. He does it because he gets a plus sixteen. Oh to my hit. god! Oh my god! <laughs> uh, what level is this guy? He is two above you. Oh, see. dang! Yeah. He's a sergeant. He leveled up one level. He was level seven when we when we first went, mm. and then he leveled up one more time. You guys leveled up twice. Is how I did that. I didn't like calculate XP or anything. I just said, okay, that sounds good. Yep. So with that, I'm sure that's curtains for this orc. Oh, no, maybe not. Uh, oh, yes, it is. No, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, no, yes. <laughs> that was the most back and forth. And I then the sergeant kind of killed the orc, but not really. We're not sure. Maybe. <laughs> and then he did. Wait, no. He did. No, he did. He I did. can say with confidence that it's a complete <laughs> and definite maybe. It's a maybe. No. Min, he, Min, are you sure you're telling us the story correctly? Because I'm getting very confused. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you think you can detangle multiple multiverse timelines in one flashback <laughs> in the fraction of a second that I have to figure out what happened in one round of combat. Scene <laughs> fades away. You want to try and do better, <laughs> Ray? Do as you? As do as you? High I, should mute, I should like turn him down when yeah, he starts getting me in. Uh, Alright, uh, so Terzgore hits it. Very nice hit. Takes a chunk of its HP but does not drop it. Actually, he's going to go again. He gets two attacks. He hits again on the second Jeez. one. Wow. And then kills it then on the second one. Ah, nice. All right, so Lenny, Lenny, Tommy, Terzgore, uh, see that orc fall. One orc remains standing in front of Finn. It is Finn's turn. What does the dwarf do? That is a good What question. does the dwarf do? Go ahead, sir. Drink some <laughs> ale. <laughs> Slaznog. Yeah, it's Slaznog. Uh, <laughs> it's Slaznog? It's cranberry Slaznog. <laughs> so I'm going to take a... <laughs> Infinitely cold. Infinitely cold <laughs> cranberry Slaznog. So I'm going to... The cranberry oh tastes gosh. like Slaznberry. <laughs> 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 All right, go ahead. What is it in uh, I will cast Corrosive Touch on this same orc one more time. All right. Let her rip. Okay. Come on. Use That's those. a 16 to hit his touch AC. His touch AC is a hit. Nice. You okay. got him. Now to roll all these die again. <laughs> Four, five D four, right? Five, five D four. Is that what it maxes out at five? Yeah. Yeah. On that spell. It's a first level spell. Right. All right here. Five D four. That's pretty. Sweet. Useful <laughs> first level spell. Yeah, it is. 
I like spells that uh, get stronger with your level like that. Uh, it's that's 16. Yeah, no, 17 points of damage. Nice. Yeah. Wow. 17, that's almost max. Yeah. That is wow. awesome. That was very was good roll. Four fours and one one. Jeez. Wow. Right. Yeah. It is uh, It is Brielle's turn. How close is Brielle? You to? are five feet away from that one. Oh, five feet yep. away? Oh, okay. It's I was a gonna... You have to do a move action because yes. difficult terrain. So. Well, I was going to do lunge, but I'm not going to do oh. lunge because I don't need to. So, right. woohoo! So, I'm just going to turn my attention and protect my friend. She steps over. 26. 26 <laughs> to hit is a hit. It's a hit, yep. of course Roll it me, is. Uh, the damage. The damn. The diddly damage. You know, swinging a scythe in a crowd of people is not <laughs> exactly safe. She is bringing it I straight. I am so good at this. She's bringing it straight down. She's bringing it straight. She's not, she's not sure swathing she is. Well, neither is swinging a great sword in a crowd of people, Tyler. <laughs> I didn't swing a great sword. I'm talking or about the captain. Shooting oh. arrows or summoning a giant it frog. Yeah, hey. It's all a hindrance. All of it. You can't hey. do anything in a crowd. She <laughs> is very good with this side. What'd you get for damage? 18, baby! <laughs> Lenny's very good with people. Oh my okay. God. Uh, that orc is <laughs> still up and he is going to try and hit Take that, Finn, you beast! Finn again, just keeping his attention directed on, on the guy that's burned him twice. Okay. Where did I slash him? Tell me. In his arm. Okay. Yeah, you got him in the shoulder. Ooh! Because you brought it straight down because, <laughs> yeah. like we said, you're not like... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Side I can't side, right so in the jugular. <laughs> no, then he'd be dead. <laughs> With your sewing scissors. Uh, oh my God. Against Finn, I rolled a 27 yeah, to uh, hit you. Do you even need to ask that question? <laughs> uh, you take... 11 points of damage Oof. as he hits you with the foul shit. Uh, that's hurts. a lot. Ka-chow! And... That's a lot of damage. It is... That's a lot of damage. <laughs> it is Thomas's turn. Ooh. All right, so Lenny's going to move through the crowd as fast as his little frog legs can go. Which Moving is 15 half feet. speed, so he moves 30 feet total. Yeah, so he double moves 30 feet. All right, can't get there. Uh, Doesn't get there. Oof. What does Thomas the Tank Engine want to do? Tommy boy. <laughs> I'm just going to try and come up with as many uh, Thomases as I can. So selective channeling. Yeah, okay. So I have selective channeling, so I'm just going to get within range of everyone and channel. Wait, who's hurt? Is it just I'm been? hurt. Brielle I'm was a little, a little hurt. hurt. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little okay, hurt. Okay, we'll channel. We'll just get everyone. We'll do a nice little toasty channel on the crowd of people, anyways. Every all the people <laughs> in the crowd <laughs> of people are gonna get. <laughs> they all. They all feel the. Wow! I suddenly feel <laughs> fantastic. They all feel the, the Christmas spirit. He screams to the channel. crowd. Are you ready to heal? <laughs> <laughs> all right, three d six. Here we go. Ooh, so everyone within range gets healed by 12 HP. Ooh, hey, nice. that brings me all the way back up. Yay. <laughs> nice. That brought Reem all the way back up, too. 
Awesome. All right. Uh, You're welcome. Please thank Verazma for all <laughs> healings. You're welcome. Please tip your waitresses. <laughs> uh, Colette, it's your turn. Top of the round, round four. I am about to get in so much trouble. Why? Um, <laughs> did you say we leveled up twice? Yeah, did you not level up at all? No. You're still oh. on level four? All that leveling up, you ta- I thought you were talking about our other party, because we had just leveled oh up. Oh, my god. And gosh. I thought, maybe he is talking about B-Cast, because that is, no, we've only had them one episode. <laughs> we wouldn't yet, level up for that. he's still hitting and doing damage. I'm amazed you're even doing oh anything. Oh, my god. No, you're right. Well, I'm about, well wait, I'm about to. No, no, I just barely leveled up while oh you were talking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You are fire. <laughs> wow. Wow. You're the there worst. Goes, there goes your Christmas bonus. Yep. Yep. Oh, you well, blew it. You well, blew maybe it. This, maybe this will redeem you. Now that I'm actually at full power and can shoot twice. Still. <laughs> oh, my God. You can Still shoot this? twice? This right here, this is why we can't have nice things. Oh, do you have rapid shot now? No, I just have two attacks. Wait, what? <laughs> at level six? Yeah, at the yeah level you six. get multiple attacks with bows. And, yeah, yeah, and with my bow, I'm going to shoot. Wow. My orc does. My orc has multiple yeah. attacks with the bow. Parade has two using. attacks with his bow. Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead. Roll your attacks, please. All right. Here we go. Uh, just the last one. Who's who's still engaged in active combat? Me and Finn. You and Finn. Uh, okay, yeah. So precise shot ignores all cover oh, yeah. and firing into melee, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Roll. That is a... Hang on. 22 and a 11. First one hits, second one misses. All right. Roll damage. Oh, wait a minute. Nope, too late. <laughs> took your hand off you the chest piece. Chest piece. Roll, tell me, just tell me damage. Damage is 10. Nope, 11. 11 total. Uh, nice. Uh, in slow motion, uh, the arrow f- flies through <laughs> the crowd. It uh, wi- the camera. There's a GoPro strapped to the arrow as it flies through the crowd, <laughs> definitely missing people. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. That's good. Hits the orc, kills the orc. Who needs a sound negative? Set. Drops it negative as con. Wow. Um, and at the last orc falling, uh, the crowd is starting to disperse. They're trying to get away. Uh, from all of this, you all look around. You don't see any more immediate danger. The townspeople spread out a little bit more, but they don't like rush to their homes or anything like that. Terscore comes up to you, the four of you. He like he you know whistles, and all four of you rush over to him, and you're in the center of this this crowd here. Yes. And what is it? I need you to tend to the wounded. I uh, I already did. I channeled a minute ago. If you didn't oh, that, that's right. That's right. Please make sure Filled that the whole <laughs> room with a big bright golden light. Please make sure that everyone else is all right. Uh, you all group back up together after tending to the people, making sure that everybody is okay. Uh, two people, two townspeople were killed in this. Uh, two of them got hit with javelins when they were trying to escape. Oh. Um, so it could have been a lot worse, though. And Shonda, you know, she says. As much of a tragedy as this was, she appreciates the fact that you were here. Um, she gives a, a sideways glance over to the sheriff, Sheriff Kaler, and his deputies, and she says, I don't know how much help our sheriff and his deputies might have been, so I am very grateful that you happened to be here this evening. Hmm. No problem. 
I was here for the food anyways. <laughs> Please help yourself to whatever you whatever you can whatever you whatever you would like to eat, mm. help yourself. And if anyone needs healing, I have plenty of that as well. <laughs> she thanks you for that and then she says I need to ensure that the, the townspeople are, are all right. I need to do my rounds. I think we are going to call this evening short, unfortunately. But thank you again. And she leaves, and then Terzgor turns his attention to the four of you, and he says, All right, uh, I'm not quite sure what happened here. This is the farthest that they have come into Ustalav, as far as I'm aware. They see, like I said before, they seem to be getting more aggressive and pushing deeper and deeper into the into the kingdom. I cannot say for certain, but there were only four of them here. This does not seem like it was a full group, considering the numbers that we've been fighting recently. So, I my the, my plan is to scout out and see if we can rendezvous with the the replacement group. They should be here by now. I am concerned for for that, but we will we will scout ahead and try and find them. Maybe they are on the trail. Just something delayed them, but we will find them. We will meet up with them, and with our combined forces, we will see if there is an additional camp around the area. I can't imagine that they traveled very far, so their camp might be close. And uh, he gives you your orders. He checks up on you, and. As uh, you guys are leaving the town to uh, go find this replacement group, uh, basically reinforcements at this time, uh, the camera kind of zooms out a little bit. It looks down on the on the battlefield, essentially. Looks at the townspeople, looks at the four of you, and it sees you guys, the five of you, walk off in a direction. It doesn't follow you, though. Instead, the camera focuses on one of the standards, one of the, the flags that were brought here by this troop. And we all see a red flag with a monstrous claw reaching skyward behind the image of a horned helmet. Min relays this information to uh, the group. And then they saw a flag with this huge, monstrous-looking claw against a horned helmet. And at the mention of this, uh, Parad gets ver a very worried look on his face. The scene that we see the men's vision, it suddenly distorts. So the audience sees this distortion happen. And it rapid fire flashes other images of more fighting, of giant creatures, of a city, and then cut to black. And we return to the room that you're all in. Min, how does the story end? What's what's next? Huh? You've actually, and you've actually captured my attention for once. What happens now? Don't leave us hanging. Huh? Min, what happens next? Oh, something. I'm sure. What do you mean you're sure? 
I'm sure something happens next. What? Oh, tons of stuff. Are you going to tell us? Yeah. Uh, how about now? Oh, now. You meant now. Yes, I meant now. Oh. In the present. Yeah, no, I don't have anything else now. Oh. The uh, scene kind of, like, you guys just kind of get silent in this this hotel room. You're not sure what the meaning of this is, but the the image that is implanted into Parad's head through Min's description is, like, seared into his brain. The scene changes once again, and we see... Be cast, leaving Ravengrove in the search of their replacement troop. This story is far from over, though. Catch what happens next in part two. Uh. What? <laughs>